models to the floor right now. All the 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 models to the floor right now. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another show, The Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host, Rike Akande. What's going on, everybody? I'm excited. Fall is here. Yes, it that is. That is hands down my favorite season. It's like perfect. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. I can walk out the house with a hoodie, a nice light jacket. That's my type of weather. As long as it's not too windy, fall is my season. And I'm excited because coming in the studio, the weather was great. Yes, I, I'm super excited that it's, yes, it's jacket season again. Yes. I, I don't know why, but I always feel 10 times cooler walking around in a jacket. Exactly. Exactly. I think I'm alone on this one. Oh, you got your hoodie on. What do you mean? I, I do like hoodies, but this was the first time. Okay, the second time I'm wearing jeans since May. I wear cargo shorts. I wear, you know, my basketball shorts. I, I got I got stubby legs, so I don't wear shorts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they so they don't accent my body. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been wearing shorts and you know my vans with no socks on. True, true. And, and I had to, you know, change the wardrobe, but you know I look good either way, right? Right. <laughs> we got we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, tonight, <laughs> y'all y'all try to fry me right <laughs> now, man. Right. <laughs> But yeah, we have a lot to talk about uh, tonight on this lovely show. There's a lot of going on in the NFL. Yep. Uh, yes, um, just found out an hour ago there was a big trade. Trades are not very normal in the NFL. Right, uh, week two especially. <laughs> yes. The trade deadline's another six weeks. But um, Trent Richardson was traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Indianapolis Colts. We'll yeah. get into that. Yes, he was. We will recap week two of the NFL. We also will get into Major League Baseball. The Nationals, the local team, looking very good on a hot streak. They're currently playing the um, Atlanta Braves right now. Uh, it is tied at zero, but um, hopefully the Nats could pull out a W. Yes, yes, we are homers for the Nats. We so are. We, so we're going to say we want them to win. Um, there's also some other news in the NBA. And we're going to have our sports memes, our bloopers, and our Q&A session. We have quite a few questions we can ask. We do. And, some um, good questions. And if you're out there listening, uh, you could definitely send us questions. You got the um, in the chat log. You could uh, send us a question there. You can also tweet us at um, Sports Reality LV. We're definitely checking the Twitter page, and you could uh, tweet us your answer, your questions, and we will answer it live on the air. You ready to get this started, Rike? I am. Let's get it started with the NFL. Do you want to do the recap, or do you want me to do it? I Quick could, recap of the scores. I could do it. I could do it. Even though um, I'm currently looking now. <laughs> I'm trying to go through now. Week two. Week two started last Thursday night. The New York Jets visited the New England Patriots. It was a snoozer with the rain and everything, but the Patriots came out victorious 13-10. Falcons over the Rams 31-24. The Eagles took a heartbreaking loss to the San Diego Chargers 33-30 with the last second field goal kick. The Dallas Cowboys, my team, lost by one. Against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City looking pretty good as of now. The um, Miami Dolphins looking very nice also. 24-20 over the Colts. The Texans over the Titans 30-24 with a touchdown pass in overtime to DeAndre Hopkins. The Redskins. Your team, Rike, go ahead. What was the score? 
I don't know. I don't have the score. I don't remember. You don't remember? 3820. Uh, yeah, 3820. There was a lot going on in that game. There um, was. Um, RG3 didn't look too well. The Ravens, home opener against the Broncos, 14 to 6. Ray Rice ended the game with an injury. The Buffalo Bills with EJ, Ma- EJ Manuel with a last second touchdown to Stevie Johnson came out victorious 24 to 23. Another nail biter. The Bears squeaked out a win versus the Minnesota Vikings 31 to 30. Another game that was uh, obstructed by uh, lightning <laughs> had a weather delay. Hour um, and one hour <laughs> weather delay. Well, not that. Well, actually, Wait, we'll, we'll get to that one. Uh, the Buccaneers Saints game. Oh yeah, there was a delay. They didn't have a delay as well. Yes, that was another game, and the Saints came out victorious on a sloppy field, sixteen to fourteen over the Bucks. The Lions thought they could come out of the desert with a win, but they did not. The Arizona Cardinals are one and one, twenty-five twenty-one. The Raiders. First W, 19-9. to nine. That's just an odd score for football, even with these, these two teams. just They're just odd. 19-9, man. The Manning Bowl. Of course, we know who won. Peyton Manning over Eli Manning and the Giants, 41-23. And the weather-delayed game that you're talking about with an hour delay, the Seahawks versus the 49ers wasn't even close. Seahawks, 29-3. And the Monday night game of the week, Bengals in Cincy. Double up the Steelers, 22-10. Now, Rike, out of all those games that we just uh, recapped, which game stood out to you the most? Um, I'm going to go with the Pats-Jets game. Mm. This is why it stuck out with, to me, because it finally hit me that the Pats are no longer a scoring machine dominating type team. Like they they are they struggled to yeah, get they, the victory the last two victories they have. They're no longer just score at will like they used to. They used to have a lot of options. I mean when Grant comes back, he'll be another option for them. But it just hit to me that they're no longer um as dominant as they used to be. So that game was pretty interesting to me, and it, and it took them playing the New York Jets and almost losing to them to, to help me realize that um, that they're just not what they used to be. So I'm going to say that game stuck out to me the most because now I'm just like, wow, the Patriots are just not. And then also because Tom Brady's on my fantasy team and just the type of points that he's putting up, it's just like, wow. So they're just they're just not really what, they're really not what they used to be. So yes. I'm going to say that game probably stuck out to me the most. Talking about Tom Brady, he didn't do, like you said, very well in fantasy. I was playing against someone who had Tom Brady, and that was part of the reason why I won in my league. A game that stood out to me was the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh Steelers game. It was a Monday night game, and it was the, you could say, coming out party of the Cincinnati Bengals. I know a lot of people are on the Bengals bandwagon. Uh, because of hard knocks and just how the season ended last year. Their um, their first two selections in the draft this season, uh, Tyler Eifert out of Notre Dame and Giovanni Bernard out of North Carolina. And it was a Monday night game. The whole country is looking at you. And it's against the Steelers. There's lots of buzz. The Steelers are their rivals. It was in Cincinnati. Uh, the crowd was electric. And um, the crowd and, and the defense definitely came out uh, to play and they showed the Steelers um, who's probably going to take the crown in the AFC North. Do you think the Bengals will come out? Um, Just watching that game because we watched it together. Do you think they would be just I know it's week two, but do you think they will end up the AFC champion, AFC North champions? Um, I don't think I don't I wouldn't be surprised. It's It's a strong possibility. I think it's a um, yeah, I think it's a strong possibility. They're doing they're doing pretty well, and I, I predicted for them to do pretty well this year. Um, AJ Green's just a monster. They have some pretty good talented receivers, and um, I think I think they'll be all right. I think the, I think they'll be able to. Let's. Um, there are some teams that are zero and two in the NFL. One of them, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, there are eight teams that are 0-2. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Giants, 
the Washington Redskins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, there are some other teams, unfortunately. That's what I know off the top of my head. Uh, who else? Said the Steelers. Said the Steelers. Let's look real quick. I love the I love the internet that we're able to have this. The uh, Panthers. Pit- you said Panthers. No, the Panthers surprisingly are are zero and two. The Cleveland Browns are zero and two. Um, the um, they're about to be zero and three, zero and four, zero and five, Minnesota Vikings are zero and two, and that wraps up the zero and two teams. Out of all yeah, those right. teams, just recap real quick: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Carolina Panthers, Minnesota Vikings, Washington Redskins, New York Giants. Jacksonville Jaguars, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns. Out of all of those teams that are on to, which team is in the most trouble? Uh, you mean trouble as in like just the rest of the season? Yes. Um, probably Jacksonville because I never thought they were going to do well first in the first place this year. So you think they're in the most trouble? My most trouble. Ending with a decent season? No, like where, like, just, okay, who's in the most trouble? That's just a simple question. As in, who is already started out on the wrong foot? We know Jacksonville sucks. So, yes, I would just say they're not going to do well for the rest of the season. I mean, yeah. Um, I think the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are in the most trouble with 0-2, especially with this division, the AFC North. You have to go up against a new team in the division, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Baltimore Ravens are still in that division. Um, also, another team that's not looking too good, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even though they are so, they are two plays away from being two and zero. That two and zero could that Owen to their Owen to start could haunt them because they're supposed to be the team that's up and coming in that division. So those are the two teams I think that are suffering the most. From an zero two. So you mean start. actual com- teams that should be competing? Yes. So that would eliminate Jacksonville from that list. Yes. So if I had to eliminate Jacksonville from the list and go on, I would probably agree with the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's um, a lot of people are in the media are saying the New York Giants, but to me, I had the New York Giants losing these two first games anyway. So for me, it's not a big shock to me. It's not a shock to me, and if they were to win the next four games straight, I mean. It wouldn't be anything that happens with them is not much of a shock to me because they're it's like they're weird. They're a weird team. There are a few players who are fined this week for illegal hits. Deshaun Golson of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a legal hit on Darren Sproles and Brandon Merriweather of the Washington Redskins for his illegal hit on Eddie Lacy knocked him out cold. What was the first play of the game, Rike? Yep. Yes, knocked him out cold. However, he then tried to tackle um, uh, Starks, used his head again, and knocked himself out of the game. Um, Deshaun Golson's fined $100,000, and Brandon Merriweather fined $42,000. Deshaun Golson fined for that because of a history of uh, late hits. He has 15 fines in the last three years. Uh, do you think that fine is appropriate for him? Yes, because it's not a first-time offense, and it seems to be like... I'm, uh, I'm sorry, not 15 fines, 15 penalties for illegal hits in the last three years. Yes, because it's not a first-time offense, <laughs> and it's something ongoing, which tells you he doesn't really care. His money's not really hitting him, hurting him. So, I mean, the, the price is just going to increase until he really just readjusts his style of play. But um, it's fitting. This, I'm really, you know, it's a it's a contact sport, yes, but if you can avoid, you know, malicious, dirty plays like that, um, I think it needs, you know, it needs to be done. Especially, I mean, plays like Merriweather, the head, just head to head diving with your head first. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't respect that. And that Mer- it's a contact sport, but I don't respect that type of. Go ahead, Eric. Play. Yeah, uh, players like that are the ones that I think scare me the most in the game because obviously he knows what he's doing is wrong. He's one of those players that when he mentally gets in the game, that light, that switch turns off for him for the for it to be morally wrong. When he's wrapped up in the moment and stuff like that, his conscience goes out the window and he'll 
make those illegal hits. Yeah. As soon as the play's over, he'll realize what he did, and he'll be mad at himself for it. But those are the guys that worry me, worry me the most because they're the ones that obviously don't know how to turn that switch back on. Right. And they just make those bad decisions in the heat of the game. Good point. And some and of I those don't see it stopping anytime soon. And some of those decisions actually play out off the field also. Yeah. With their aggression. Um, let's move on to um, the top plays of week two. We have uh, three plays that we have um, quite entertaining. I think we've seen them all this week. NFL. NFL. I'm sorry, Eric. They haven't even played two full games yet. It's going to take a while. Kick going down the far sideline as a man open and he's got it. By the way, I made one of the best decisions ever. I started um, Michael Vick over Russell Wilson for my yet. fantasy league. Oh. Clutch move on my part. <laughs> and that is Deshaun Jackson with a long bomb from Michael Vick. Play number two. Leading back in his own end zone, and he will bring it out five yards from the end zone. And he's out across the 20 to the 30. Across midfield. Patterson inside the 30 and on the opening kickoff, the rookie Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson, the opening kick with a, with a kickoff. And you know, Roger Goodell's probably sitting there like, you know what? Maybe my rule change with the kickoffs isn't so bad. We're still scoring touchdowns. But this, this is the first one of the year. It yeah. was a quite spectacular one, also. It was. And our Turn NFL, them jets on. Top play in the NFL. DeAndre Hopkins with a game-winning touchdown in overtime versus the Tennessee Titans. He played very well, especially with the absence of Andre Johnson, who that's was just injured. The, that's just very good field awareness. That's just very good field awareness. Yes. Caught the ball, got his two feet down in bounds, held on to the ball when he went to the ground. Spectacular play. Those are great mechanics. Spectacular way to win the game. And those are our top plays in the NFL for week two. Week three starts tomorrow night with a game. The Kansas City Chiefs are visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, but there are some other games going on in the NFL this coming week. Yep. Uh, which game stands out to you the most? Um, Man, I went with the 49ers game last week, and that you saw what happened with that. <laughs> um, but I'm going with them again. Their matchup against the Colts. I'm, I want to see that. Uh, Andrew, I actually like Andrew Luck. I really like watching him play. So I'm excited to see those two offenses battle it out, kind of. So I'm going to go with the Colts and the 49ers. Um. I know a lot of people. And I actually think, I actually think, I don't want to be, I didn't say this one because I didn't want to be biased, but I think the Lions and Redskins game is going to be a good one too as I well. I think that's an important game for both teams. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Because Redskins 1-2 and two is different from a Detroit 1-2. and two. Yes, yes. Detroit 1-2 yes, yes. and two is probably like, oh, man, this is not looking too good. Redskins 1-2 and two is, okay, we're starting to pick up. We, we know we can win. Right. Um, game that I want to watch the most Surprisingly, I know you're going to say it's not my Dallas Cowboys, but um, the Green Bay Packers and Cincinnati Bengals. I, knew, I had a feel. I knew, I knew you were picking that I one. know a lot of people are probably like, yo, are you a Cincinnati fan? Right. Cincinnati's very Hard good. knocks got to you. He Hard knocks. Man, seeing the behind the scenes of that team and how um, they have a lot of good players. And when I mean good, yes, not just. they do. Not just good on the field, but like, like good yeah. character I mean, Quality guys. people. Like, yeah, I understand what you're like saying. They're cool. You know. Other than Pac-Man Jones, you know, they're all upstanding guys. And right. You, so You want to see them succeed. Now you can understand why Skip likes Tebow so much. That's what you sound like right now. No. Good no. quality Te guy. Tebow's a good quality guy. I said good quality guys who are actually good at football. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So, pow, yeah. pow. So that's definitely um, a game that I want to see. Rike, how did you do in our fantasy league this past week? In our league, man, I didn't have that pulled up. I lost by six points. Solely because I did not, I think I took my, I might, I don't, I'm getting my legs confused. I'm in three. I lost the six points to um, Juan. 
Uh-huh. And I lost because of a running back substitution I made. Or I think... I think you're confusing leagues. I am? You, you lost by, uh, by 67 points. To Juan? Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Pittsburgh game. Who did he have playing? I don't know who he. By had. the way, these points, these point scoring sucks in this league. It's um, it's terrible. It's. It I wish I could read off to you guys. Our G, our commissioners. I don't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, it's like he's, he's never managed a fantasy league yeah, he's, before. He's but wilding. these points are ridiculous. And he's, yeah, he's wilding. He is wilding. But um, <laughs> I lost my sixty-six. I definitely was losing my six. Did he have people playing? Uh, that Monday, not on that Monday. Monday night game. No. Are you sure I lost my sixty-six? Yeah, I'm Let looking right now. No, One ninety-eight. To 131. Wow. I must be mixing my leagues up then. Yeah. So I lost by 66 to answer your question, so I'm, it was terrible. <laughs> well, I came out victorious. Right. That's the reason for the whole question in the first place, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I'm in four leagues, and I came out victorious on th- in three of them. One of them I won by one point, and that was because um, one of my opponent's players got a, um, I think he fumbled the ball. And that mm, dropped minus, him down, yeah. <laughs> and, and I ended up winning. Uh, but in our league, I won um, two seventy nine to one thirty one. There's a lot of high scores. Yeah, because um, the like I said, I, the commissioner gave, sucked with the point. Yeah, thing. I I gave it, and I also gave you a warning to look at the. Oh, points. by the way, this is the yeah. commissioner. RNC. Right here. <laughs> RNC. Oh, what is RNC? That's the name of our fantasy league. And what is yes. what does RNC stand for? Let real us. real nigga coalition. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yes, so um, I won, and now uh, this real quick, I do give because I just didn't want to do fractions too much. I just was like, if you complete the ball one point, if you incomplete, half a point gone. You know, if you reach, I give bonuses for reaching uh, plateaus, and that's bonuses. where my that's where my team kills, like Deshaun Jackson and Deshaun McCoy, and Reggie Bush. Oh, it's a PPR league. So you get a point for receptions also. Man, uh, we went off topic. But, yes, um, that's how we did in fantasy football this week. I was t- I was 2-1. and one. I lost this league, won the la- other two leagues. Let's move down a level to the NCAA and just recap the top 10 teams in college football at number 10. Uh, this is from the AP poll. Texas A&M, 2-1. Uh, coming off their first loss versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Georgia, 1-1, one one, but is still not at number 9. Florida State, 2-0 at number 8. Louisville, 3-0 at number 7. LSU, 3-0 at number 6. Stanford, 2-0 at number 5. Ohio State, 3-0, even with Braxton Miller injured uh, at number 4. Clemson, 2-0 at number 3. Oregon, number 2, with one first-place vote. And once again, Alabama Crimson Tide with 59 first place votes at number one. This past week, there was a big game, Alabama versus Texas A&M. And it definitely looked like it was going to be lopsided one way. Yes. Then it looked like it was going to be lopsided the other way. Then it actually looked like it was going to be a game. Right, Rike? Right. <laughs> the, uh, That's how college football works anyways. It was a 49-42 Alabama over Texas A&M, but Johnny Manziel actually did come to play. You can't knock his performance during that game. Johnny nope. Manziel with 464 yards, five touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but let's not sleep on A.J. McCarron, who had, I'm looking at his stats, A.J. McCarron, who had 334 yards, 20 for 29, and... um he had, uh, da, 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 I'm sorry, can't remember how many touchdowns he had. But um, he did have one turnover, but um, he looked very good also. Um, were you, did you see any part of that game? Um, really, all of it was updates. It was really updates, and I was getting consistent updates, and I was checking it um, periodically. So checking it was just like, what? This game's crazy. But um, I definitely, I didn't see any of it, actually. It was all pure updates. And then people around me that were... Filling you in on what was going on. Right. 
Yeah, so um, did you see? Did you catch any of it? I saw saw part a portion of the replay of the game. Okay, and it was pretty much the important per- portion. Uh, when I started watching, Texas A&M was already down by twenty one. Mm-hmm. Then he came stormed back and got it to seven. Right, and um, then Alabama scored again, and then they scored again, and ended with a score of forty nine to forty two. Very high scoring game. Alabama has not allowed that many points in a long time. They also have not scored that many points in a long time, and they are still number one in the country. Week four is coming up starting tomorrow night. Uh, what is a game that you would like or that that's a game to watch in the NCAA? Um, I don't know. I haven't even looked at the matchups, but um, I mean, there's just key schools you always want to watch, of course. Um, any game through I mean, any game in the top ten would be a big game. Um, I like to watch Michigan games. Um, I mean, I don't know. I didn't even look at the matchups. But, I mean, any game in the top ten would be a good game to check out. Um, One game that um, I would like to see, Notre Dame and Michigan State. Hmm, Notre Dame, interesting. Number two, Notre Dame versus Michigan State. And number 19, Florida uh, versus Tennessee. That is uh, a game that, that, that sticks out to me that I would like to watch. And that is Schoolboy Q with Collard Greens featuring Kendrick Lamar. Welcome back to the Sports Reality. Uh, we forgot to talk about something during our NFL segment. And, and we've been rapping about it all show, and we <laughs> forgot about it. Trent Richardson traded to the Indiana Colts yes. for a first-round draft pick for 2004-2015 season. Yes. That is, like, that came out of nowhere. Um, that really came out of nowhere. When were you when we're, We were talking before the show. Um, you said you had your theory as to why you think it happened. You said it was due to the GM. Yes, I th- the Cleveland Browns got a new GM um, last season. Right. Midway through the season. Uh, they then um, fired the head coach from last season who was in his first year. <laughs> yeah. They um, And, of course, with the new GM, you want to get your pieces Brandon Weeding probably wasn't their P. I'm not probably what Brandon Weeding and Trent Richardson were not um, his pieces. So he wants to start brand new. And I feel like with the team starting at 0-2 and um, probably saw Trent Richardson as an asset instead of uh, as a precious uh, commodity for him. So I think that's why he got traded. And it's just kind of odd that he got traded early, but... My theory is that he just really wants to revamp the entire team and revamp today. Now, why do you, well, right now? Why do you think he would wait until week two to do this and not do it before the season started? Well, I think probably uh, wanting to see can the team actually start out two and zero, or can the team look like they can do good? The first two weeks, it's crazy. Um, when we did our NFL preview, I did say that the Cleveland Browns were going to be a better team, but the first two games they did not look very well. So I think it's like, you know what? I know it's two games, but this is what this is this is the worst that I've expected and it's already happening. So let's just make moves and 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 start all over. On the flip side of things, the Indiana Colts won. Yes. They they won. With uh Andrew Luck at quarterback. Man. They, they already had Ahmad Bradshaw in the backfield. They, That's a good one two punch right yes. there. Ahmad Bradshaw still has, you know, some fuel in the tank. And um, Reggie that, Wayne exactly. and T.Y. Hilton with uh, Fleener from uh, Stanford. That you just went. named all the names I was about to say. They're, I mean, man. And they're in the AFC South, which isn't so difficult to come out. They were competitive with the Houston Texans exactly. last year. right? And um, they b- made the playoffs also with the Texans. So, so the, things the are looking basically up. won. Their, their team was looking really, really good. I mean, they were already looking good to me, but they're looking really, really good now. And um, after week one, Trent Richardson, um, um, in a couple of his uh, like post-game interviews or whatever, he was – he was saying it, but not really saying it, how disappointed he w- kind of was with, I guess, the amount of touches he got and 
things of that nature. So, I mean, you can only expect a new team, different attitude, and he'll just kind of pick up where he left off last season. First two games were kind of rough for him this season, but I expect a whole different attitude change. I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll enjoy playing with these guys. See, he'll realize how much potential the team has, and, I mean, he'll just be back to – I mean, he'll be back to doing what he can do, which is damage on yes. the field. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a good look. Shout out to Chris Fuentes, 32 levels on Twitter. Um, definitely a Colts fan. Um, I know he was excited, just tweeting away once he heard the news. Um, he was actually shocked, shocked and excited. So shout out to him. Um, yeah, the Colts, the Colts are going to, they're, they're in good shape. Yes, talking about a team that's in good shape. Let's talk about the Washington Nationals in Major League Baseball. They are on a hot streak. They are. They are currently playing the Atlanta Braves. They are 21 and um, man, 21 and 6 in the last 27 games. They also uh, won a day-night doubleheader versus the Atlanta Braves last night. They are currently playing right now at Nationals Park. Um, they are four and a half games behind the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati Reds have to play the Pittsburgh Pirates six times before the season ends. Um, do you think the Nats can pull this out and make it for the last wild card spot? Um, if everyone says healthy, I say yes. I also agree with you. I think they could, but uh, we do. We are going to need some help from the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. Yes. We might need some help from the Houston Astros, who are currently. I think they're currently playing right now. Steal a game or two from from them, but definitely. I feel like we'll be able to do our part. But you're right. We do need. A little bit of help. Yes, and um, e- even if the Nationals don't make it, with the how the season ended, I f- I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't make the playoffs, it reminds me of 2011, the end of 2011, how the Nationals got really hot. Right, everyone was super started, optimistic, and they I started. Like we were having this type of conversation, and they started showing that okay, we finally are a professional team. Yeah. And then 2012 came, and they started out hot and made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think even if they don't make the playoffs, it's a very positive way to end the season. You can see how I think they just started real tight in the beginning of the year. And now they're um, they're more relaxed. And uh, Jannard Spann is on a 27-game uh, hitting streak. Uh, Ian Desmond's playing well. Uh, Jason Worth is, um, is an MVP candidate. You have Gio Gonzalez and uh, what's it, uh, Jordan Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Jordan Zimmerman has 18 wins as a pitcher. Yep, man. If um, things are and things are coming together, the young talent is playing well. well. Rendon, Tyler Moore is playing well, and they're 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 looking very good, and it's looking very optimistic. I agree. Let's move on to our sports bloopers. There's only one blooper today, but it's quite funny. <laughs> Um, and um, it's uh, you gotta kind of pay attention. I'll um, run everyone through the blooper. Eric, can you cue that blooper for us, please? This is third down, and he is sacked. So now it is fourth down. The clock is running down. 13 seconds, 12 seconds. Coach is telling him to spike it, spike it. He spikes it, but it's fourth down. <laughs> And now the coach just look at him. Man, that's why the score was 34 to 6. That is Carl Pellini, head coach of Florida Atlantic. Uh, The Pellini family's not doing too good because Bo Pellini had a profanity laced tirade tirade two years ago that came out in the media. So, yes, that is our blooper of the week. They're down 34 to 6, and he. Tells him to spike the ball on fourth down. And the players, of course, just do what the coach says. All right, coach. Spike <laughs> the ball. So that's our blooper of the week. If you have any bloopers that you like us to show on any show, you could definitely send it to us, the sports reality at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at sports reality LV, Instagram, the sports reality LV. Let's move on to the Mayweather. Alvarez fight, which was a snoozer, but I feel obligated to talk about it. Because it is a sporting event. I mean, <laughs> a major one that <laughs> took place. Mayweather did come out 
with um, guaranteed $41 million. Mm-hmm. And, of course, half of the pay-per-view purse. So um, it's looking like he could have got close to a hundred million dollars. How many rounds did it go? You know, it went twelve because most Mayweather fights go twelve because he doesn't finish his opponents. But I, f- but it's so malicious, he doesn't finish his opponent. I can't watch <laughs> the sport, man. It's crazy. I wish he would finish, and I think that's why people doubt him being the best fighter. That's why people doubt him because he prolongs it. Because it's like you knock him out, mm-hmm. like. All right, you got the defense and stuff. And I know people who don't like him are going to say he's terrible. But I feel like if Mayweather and Pacquiao fight, someone's getting knocked out. I don't even think, I don't even think it has anything to do with the sport as to why people don't like him. I think people don't like him out of the ring. I think people don't like him. Money his, team? Him. I love character. money team. <laughs> money team? People don't like his recklessness with his money. That's what I, I think that's money what people team. don't like. And of course, you know. Indoor those, pool, outdoor pool. <laughs> Some of those people are just hating, by the way. Indoor basketball court, outdoor basketball court. He's a fool, man. He's Eric, a clown. Eric, do you like the money team? Do I like who? Do you like the money right. team? Right. Ask that again, Eric. Who? I don't know who the money team is. <laughs> oh, Eric. <laughs> who? Money, who? Mike Jones? <laughs> but yeah, I'll put you on into the money team. I'll show the you some YouTube team. clips of the money team in business. You won't even care, right. Eric. You won't even care. <laughs> Eric, I think Eric will be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, um, the fight did go 12 rounds. Uh, Mayweather won the unanimous decision. One of the judges did score the draw, which was very weird, when clearly, if you watch the fight, it definitely was 11 to 1 or maybe 12 to 0. I think it's just Mayweather. Yes. Yes. And um, yeah, sorry, my mic was off. Uh, yeah, so I'm assuming Mayweather is part of the money team. Yes, he considering is. that he, he is likes money. to flaunt off every single penny that he makes. Yes, that is correct. And I, I'm, he is I'm an undefeated boxer. Yes, in a sport where it's very rare to be undefeated. Um, but yes, he is part of the money team. A former member of the money team, Fifty Cent, because they don't bang anymore. Also, Ray J. Ever, yes. Ever since Whitney died, Ray J. Ray J. Floyd has Mayweather, not been I feel like they're like best friends or something. They well, they were. Or, I don't know. What's going the, on? Yeah. Ever like I'm not trying to similar be, characteristics. I feel oh, very similar. <laughs> very similar. <laughs> very. You know, they. I'm next week. I'm gonna show that clip. I know a lot of people have probably seen it, but I'm gonna show yes, the clip of everyone has of seen it. Ray J. singing "One Wish" in. Um, and Mayweather's house, man, oh man! And we might have to just for one of the breaks, just play the um, Breakfast Club uh, interview with Ray J. <laughs> just a good ten-minute clip. We're taking a break for ten minutes. Y'all can just listen to this clip. <laughs> but yes, uh, Mayweather victorious. Um, Alvarez was supposed to be the um, next boxer who could uh, maybe take him out, but he didn't look very strong in that fight. Um, and he, he did come out and say, you know, he was very discouraged by the, the speed of um, Mayweather. Mayweather is very quick. He, he could defend. He defends very well. He uses his shoulders very well for, um, for protection. And then he sneaks in one or two. And those one or two are deadly. So uh, Mayweather definitely undefeated. Definitely, um, as of now, you have to say he's the best boxer in his weight division. Um, maybe best pound for pound boxer, but um, I I don't think I'm going to stream another Mayweather fight until he fights someone that I think he could lose to. Harold Laws just tweeted us money t- <laughs> money May is the best. He supports this nonsense. <laughs> what's Laws, up, Harold? <laughs> what's good, Laws? <laughs> uh, he said money May <laughs> money May would embarrass Pacquiao. <laughs> hey. I just want to see it happen. That's all. Yeah. I just want to see Everyone you fight see the best. Fight. And just like people say about um, Sugar Ray Leonard, how he kind of dodged Hagler because mm-hmm. they didn't fight in their primes. I feel like Mayweather is dodging Pacquiao. But of course, when you're Honestly, that would be that would be the one fight that I watch in entirety. When when you're Pacquiao, I mean, when you're Mayweather, you can dictate who you fight. That's the good thing about being exactly. undefeated in a sport like boxing. Mm-hmm. It's not basketball. It's not football. It's not college football. Yeah, the schedule's not, not made no. for you. Yes. Um, but yes, Money May, pound, best pound, pound for pound fighter as of now. And I'm saying as of now. Let's move on to our 
Q&A session. Oh, yes. We have a few questions to ask. Rike, you can start off with the first question. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not going in order, by the way, because I'm not scrolling to the beginning. So oh, let's start with the first question. Um, NBA questions. NBA is dormant right now. Um, but this question is from WC Board Twenty Four on Twitter. Faithful listener. Yes, yes. We appreciate you and your questions and your support. Um, whose return is more anticipated, and whose will be more successful, Kobe Bryant or Derrick Rose? Let's start with most anticipated. That's Kobe Bryant coming back from Achilles injury, Derrick Rose knee, right? Yes. Um, who's more anticipated? Yes. I would say Derrick Rose's. I would agree with you too. Um, whose will be more successful? Wow. Um, successful, successful, successful. I feel like that question for me cannot be answered until a month into the season. I want to see how Derrick Rose is a month in. He has any setbacks, and I want to see Kobe Bryant in his first month. He may not come until December or January, but I feel the last question: who's was more successful? We'll have to wait and see. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't know how to really judge how they're going to recover from the injuries. The, the, I mean, you know, from the from the rehabbing. I don't know. You never know. But Derrick Rose has been resting for a while now. Quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I feel like his team, I mean, with him adding him to his team, you know, if you think about their his team in the playoffs and if you just put him in there, a healthy Derrick Rose, um, that probably would have been a, made a little bit more noise. So for his team's sake, I'm probably going to say Derrick Rose might be a little more successful if he's 100% healthy, I would say, him. All right. I'm going to have the next question, the honor of having the next question. Will RG3... And the Redskins. Will RG3 and the Redskins fry this week against the Detroit Lions? That is from Harold Laws. He's <laughs> been on this show twice as a guest host. Laws. Two, yeah, two questions. Then he said, will the Redskins get their first W this weekend versus the Lions? Um, will they fry? I don't think they will fry. Will we get our first W? I'm very optimistic, and I say that we will. I definitely feel like that we will. I don't know about the frying part, but I think we're going to get our W, Harold. Um, I think Germany the Redskins think? will win. I think they will. I just feel like um, the home crowd. Detroit's never won in D.C. Never. Since their existence. Yeah. yeah. Never. I, saw, I looked at I saw that stat. And I understand Detroit has, has some bad teams from the, the – Detroit hasn't been really, really good since the 70s. They're really good in the 70s. From the 70s on until now, I think they made the playoffs only twice. They haven't won a playoff game since the 70s. Um, but they haven't won a game in D.C., and I think that trend will continue. However, if um, – what's his name? Um, Calvin Johnson, he, he has a chance to, to go off. Right. Good try. And if the Redskins lose – on Sunday. Season's over. Because you know what? I was talking to Bernard Samuel, uh, B. Samuel, B-E-E Samuel on Twitter last night. Got to get him back on the show. And I said, if, I said it to him, I said, if y'all lose on Sunday, you're going to lose in Oakland. <laughs> I feel like if the Redskins lose, then the pressure's really on. They're going to play tight in the black hole. No, uh, no homo. Um, in, in Oakland. <laughs> What? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why well, you felt obligated? I just had to, to be. I had, to, I had to be careful. All right, I had to be careful. <laughs> next, next question. Next question. Um, another question from Harold. Will the addition of Trent Richardson help the Colts win a Super Bowl? Eventually, yes. I would have to agree. I think eventually, <laughs> eventually they yes. can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm already saying they're making noise with the addition this year. I don't know about Super Bowl. Um, because I'm very optimistic again in the AFC with the, uh, of the the Broncos, but um, yeah, eventually, definitely, I, I say th- yes. I think they can. It might not be in the next five years, but if they keep the young nucleus of Luck, Richardson, T.Y. Hilton, then they could get another receiver to eventually place replace Reggie Wayne. Um, I think they could win a Super Bowl in about six, seven, eight years. I think that's quite possible. Uh, there was a question from um, one of our friends, Sabina. 
Oh yes. Sabina on Twitter. What's her what's her name on Twitter? Oh. Sabina underscore underscore Bina. Um can you talk about all these fines in the NFL? Are they excessive or not? Well, let's uh, talk about the two main, well, the three main ones that have happened so far. Indomitian Sue last week, $100,000. Deshaun Goldson, $100,000. And Brandon Merriweather, $42,000. Um, Are they excessive? I don't, what was Indomitian Sue's? What was his? He uh, low block on. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I saw on, that on a on a basically a defenseless. Play. No, I don't think they're excessive. Um, there's certain plays that are just not a part of the game and or should that are, not be a part. Of that game. should should not be a part of the game and that are that just I feel like stem from just a malicious act. So I'm not gonna say that they're excessive. I think they're for the safety of the players and they're really trying to. Um, I mean, from the lawsuit that they just, you know, settled on, I think they're really trying to, you know, make a change going forward. And I disagree, especially with head-to-head things and, like, things like that. So I don't think they're excessive. I don't think they're excessive either. I don't uh, know how to determine the price. I don't know how they do that. But well, Dominican Sue, $100,000 to him. Um, right. And that's, he's making more than $100,000 right. for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's excessive at all, especially for him. Because this is the fifth ex- incident where mm-hmm. he's done something crazy. I mean, he's and yes, crazy. this is the least of all of them. Yes. But when you have a history of doing right, dirty right, things, right, right, and people like you. him, I mean, I guess the price should just depend on the person. It, it should be a, a, a specific uh, price tag to each individual. I guess according to how much they're making. But in order to really see a difference, I mean, you got to really hit them close to home. And I guess a hundred thousand isn't really hitting him. I guess because that's still not a complete game paycheck. Deshaun, but, Gold- I don't think it's I don't think it's excessive. Yeah, Deshaun Goldson, same thing. You have 15 penalties in the last three seasons for excessive or dirty hits, mm-hmm. and uh, Brandon Merriweather just just spearing people. Right, and and, and unfortunately, I mean, uh, of course, I you know I don't wish any harm on anyone, but for the fact that. You know, in the same game, he had two altercations, and he actually injured himself. Yes, doing hopefully the same thing. That right. Ho- it, hopefully, that will help him. You know, rethink his approach, his his tackling strategies, as should the rest of our team. But um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he, hopefully he'll hopefully he'll realize what happened. There's another question. There's two other questions I feel like we didn't get to last week that were pretty okay questions. Oh, go ahead. Um, not oh. using those words. Oh, <laughs> uh, real quick, we do have our sports memes, so let's get that out of the way. And if we have time for, oh yeah, we'll come back to last week's questions. Uh, let's uh have our sports memes. A uh, very entertaining, probably the funniest segment on radio. Like our uh, CEO says, DJ Boom. Yeah, he is entertained. I hope he's watching while he's driving. <laughs> Eric, can you cue our sports memes for us, please? Sanchising. <laughs> does that look like um, Mark Sanchez? Uh, Mark Mark Sanchez. That really does look like him. Sanchez. Sanchezing. Sanchezing. I said Sanchizing because his nickname is Sanchez. <laughs> But yeah, Sanchezing. <laughs> Mark Sanchez, of course, has an injured shoulder and is not looking like he's gonna play at all this season. They'll be all right. Me, <laughs> they'll be all right. Meme number two. So will he. I got cash money, hence the ATM on my helmet. Oh gosh. Johnny Manziel from <laughs> Texas A and M, and yes, it does have it an does ATM. It does have ATM. It does on his helmet. <laughs> Meme number three. Mayweather be like. <laughs> you know what movie that's from? Matrix. Yes. The dodging. Just man. He, and that's what he was doing Saturday night. Just mm-hmm. dodging punches. <laughs> Canelo could just Canelo could not hit him. Canelo. At all. at all. Meme number four. Meanwhile, at Tim Tebow's house. <laughs> just just look at that man. Yo, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Just Tebow. Look at that, man. 
<laughs> just yeah, man. How did they get this picture? How did they get this picture? One of his friends. <laughs> you have bad friends, Tim Tebow. Because one of your friends. This is on a Sunday, by the way. This is on Football <laughs> Sunday. One of his friends went over to his place to watch the game and took this picture of him and put it on the internet. You have bad friends. Rethink your friends, Team Dubo. Now, the very next pick meme is like poetic justice for this day. Like the Browns, we take Sundays off. Wow. That is Chick-fil-A. Yo. They're taking the season off. They've definitely <laughs> let us know today that they're taking the season and off. And I, I got this meme ready before <laughs> we knew about Brian Hoyer yes. being the starting quarterback for the for the Browns and before Trent Richardson was trading. Yeah, Poetic justice. They're taking the right season there. off. They really are. And those are our sports memes of the week. If you have any memes that you'd like to show on our show, send it to us. You can tweet to us, Sports Reality LV. You can also uh, email us, thesportsreality at gmail.com. Or you can even uh, hit us up on Instagram and tag us to an Instagram. Our Instagram handle is thesportsrealityLV. Yes. And we want to thank everyone out there for listening and watching. Um, we had a great time tonight, didn't we? We did. We appreciate you guys, your support um, here in the United States and outside um, because we're global, in case you guys didn't know. Yes. So we appreciate you guys listening. Like Jeremy said, definitely hit us up if you got anything that you want to share with us or anything you want to say to us, definitely hit us up. We'll be checking all those avenues that he just gave you. Um, our personal Twitter page is mine is O underscore A-K-A-N-D-E. You can follow me. Um, I have cool things to say sometimes. Um, Jeremy, what's yours? J squared zero two one J S Q U A R E D zero two one. And definitely stay close. That's what was did I cut you off? No, go ahead. Oh, and definitely stay close to our um, the show's Twitter page. We have some. Um, well, we'll be having some um, pretty good guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yes, so we're definitely working definitely on that. Definitely stay tuned. It's not going to be a secret. We're going to let you know who it is um, as soon as we solidify them and confirm them. Eric, thanks been, again for rocking with us. It's we appreciate real. you. Um, back there, probably the best engineer in the D.C. area. In case you guys didn't know that either. Yes. But, um, yeah, definitely. Eric, we're still hanging out one weekend. I haven't forgotten. Eric lives, gotta, he lives the party life. You gotta coordinate. His theme song is Party Life. Probably. Like, seriously. Which Party Life song? Because there's I was quite talking a few about Jay Z. Uh, oh, that's a great Party Life song. Mm, yeah, it was. It's a great one. So, yeah, I wanna thank everyone, everyone once again for listening and watching. Uh, this is WLVS Radio, listenvisionlive.com. Yeah, yes. Once again, have a nice week. Come back next week. Peace in the Middle East. Let's remember those, on a serious note, let's remember those who are affected by the uh, mass shooting at the Navy Yard. Oh, let's yes. remember those, the family and friends of those who are involved. And until next time. Sports reality. Peace.